In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, betting isn't boring. Baseball isn't boring. And we show that to you on a daily basis. Podcast, social media app, BB isn't boring. T-shirts, Dylan Cease. No better way to celebrate a great outing than to wear your baseballs and boring shirt on a post-game press conference like Dylan did. But also, betting isn't boring. And we've shown this throughout the year, thanks in large part to our great friends at FanDuel. FanDuel, thank you for helping us power with baseballs and boring, the cause, the podcast, the conversation, all of that throughout the year. And we have, because due to FanDuel, thanks to FanDuel, we also have some great conversation when it comes to the art of betting, the art of debate when it comes to this baseball season, at the end of the baseball season. We've been doing it a lot with Pavel Bond. We've been doing it a lot across the board, and we're going to continue to do it. And this time, this time around, this betting isn't boring segment is going to be devoted to a division race. And that is the one going on the American League East. The Baltimore Orioles are one game up on the Tampa Bay Rays. And we're going to get to that in a second. But to understand why this is the best and most interesting conversation on betting isn't boring, because everything else is sort of settling. Yeah, you know, you can go to the World Series odds, and I encourage you to do that if you want to take, like, the Rays versus the Diamondbacks is as the World Series matchup. That's plus 2,100. I'm sorry, 21,000. So you can make yourself money. That's what's great about FanDuel. You could find almost anything, and you say, I believe in this, and I am going to go down that road. I am going to bet on this. But when it comes to, we've spent a lot of time starting at the beginning of the year with individual awards, and these things are sort of sorting itself out. Now, if you want to get into the National League MVP, Acuna Jr., minus 750. The next guy, Mookie Betts, plus 460. Acuna Jr. is sort of pulling away in that one. We've had that conversation. Garrett Cole, who was on the Baseballs and Boring podcast this week, excellent stuff. Very insightful, thoughtful, and it's a great guy to have because he's going to win the American League Cy Young. He's minus 2,200. Next up is Luis Castillo at plus 1,200. All right, well, National League Cy Young, there's some debate there. Blake Snell, minus 360. Next up, Justin Steele, plus 260. Steele still has a chance. That was probably the one of all the player awards. That was probably the closest one. We had told you, so pound Tristan Cassis. Cassis was making a run, hitting a lot of home runs offensively, owning the rookie numbers. But Gunnar Henderson, he's got on fire, and he's on a really good team. Gunnar Henderson, Rookie of the Year, American League Rookie of the Year, minus 7,000. Cassis has gone back up to plus 3,000. So we, we gave you all of that, and those are all good ones. 
But I want to go to division winners, like we said before. Division winners is, I think, a great, great one to have the conversation, have the discussion. American League East, this is one the one we're going to focus on. But keep in mind, the American League West also, there is a lot of back and forth there. The Astros only minus 190. They're the favorites. But right behind them, both at plus 360, the Rangers and the Mariners. All right, to get to the American League East. As we sit here right now, the Tampa Bay Rays are... They are in second place. They just beat the Orioles. They have. They are plus two hundred. They are still not the favorites. The Orioles are the favorites, but they are only a game back of the Orioles. Only a game back. That's it. Now, so where where do we want to put our money? Where do we want to put all our hopes and dreams? I'm doing it with the Rays. I am now. It's a little bit of a gamble, and I'm going to tell you why. Because you have, first of all, you have the Rays, their game back, and the tiebreaker, head-to-head, right now the Orioles own the tiebreaker. They're 6-4 and four against the Rays. They have three more games in this series. So, obviously, the Rays can take care of business, not only in terms of, in terms of head-to-head, but just in the standings. If they win the next three out, if they win out against Baltimore – then you're talking about a team who's two up and owning the tiebreaker. But then you have to look at the schedule. The schedule favors, I believe it does favor the Orioles. I don't think there's any question about it. But look at what the Rays have. The Rays, after this series in Baltimore, they come back home. They play the Angels. Those should be wins. Then you have a bunch of games against the Blue Jays. You have three at home against the Blue Jays. You have two on the road against the Red Sox. And then you finish off at Toronto. So it's not a terrible schedule. It's a schedule that is manageable. But if you look at what the Orioles have, the Orioles schedule is a little bit more favorable. You have, after the Rays, you have the Astros. That's the meat and potatoes. If you, three games in Houston. We'll see where the Orioles land. I really, for the Orioles, I think it depends on the next six days. The Rays, the Astros, and then you get in the Guardians at Cleveland, and then you finish off with the Nationals and four games at home, the Nationals at home, the four games against the Red Sox. So you have, if the Orioles can get through that gauntlet of the next six days, they'll be okay, but they got to get through the, that gauntlet. So why am I saying the, why am I talking about the Rays? Well, the Rays, I do feel like, have sort of figured things out a little bit. You look at the Orioles are have been good this month. They're eight and five, no question about it. The Rays a little bit better, nine and five. But the Rays, their pitching has been so good. It's been so good, and it seems like they've sort of figured things out ever since the Franco drama, ever since the news of McClanahan, all of that. I get it. It's still a long shot. The Rays plus two hundred. The Orioles minus three hundred. And I just laid out this whole scenario for you. But I just got that vibe that the Rays believe in themselves. They are sort of playing along the lines of how they played at the beginning of the year, but without a couple key guys. I mean, we can't ignore McClanahan. We can't ignore Franco, certainly. But there's just something about the vibe, something about how they feel about themselves. Now, you go down the rosters, 
it, obviously, when you look at the Orioles, you have Heston Kerstad, friends of the program, Heston Kerstad being called up number two overall pick. You have all these guys contributing, all these young players. You look at that lineup from top to bottom. It's It doesn't stop. It's not a lot of great players, but it's a lot of good players. It's just a relentless lineup. But with all that said, I, I just feel like the Rays right now are a team that are going to catch fire. Now, we may sit here a day from now, two days from now, three days from now, and they could be back four games back and the Orioles be running away with it. But all I'm telling you is this. This is why betting isn't boring. Because the Rays are plus 200. They can make you some money. And I just got a feeling. That's it. And feelings are never boring. Vibes are never boring. And yes, betting isn't boring. There you go.